You're listening to The Morning Joe Rant Show. A dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. Welcome back to the show. So I changed up the intro. I got some new gear. I've been messing around with this, and I figure I might as well start doing it with the new gear. So here I am with the new gear. All right, um, getting into the podcast, a couple things. Um, there's the ProPublica article that was published about the IRS tax stuff. Going to go into that. Um, we're going to talk about amid mega drought, right-wing militia strokes, uh, stokes water rebellion in U.S. West. That's a Guardian article. Um, the Repub- Repub- uh, Rep. Louis Gohmert, um, a Republican from Texas, congressional leader, um, <laughs> suggested at a congressional hearing that climate change could be combated by altering the orbit of the moon and asked a U.S. Forest Service official whether they were any there was any way that agency could do it. So we're going to touch on that. Um, if we can get to it today, there is um, an, uh, it's more of an op-ed piece from somebody uh, called Caitlin Johnst- uh, Johnstone, and she has a website. Um, and she wrote kind of about mainstream politics offer pretend re- uh, revolutions to a discontented public, kind of everything I kind of say, but I don't know if I'll touch base on that as much today, just because it depends on how fast I can go through this. And before I start anything, I recommend everybody who has Netflix watch the Bo Burnham, uh, special he did. He's the comedian. He took like a hiatus break for about five years and then Netflix gave him a special. It is dark. It is funny. Parts of it are funny. It is sad. Um, for me and my girlfriend, we watched it um, the other night, and we were both like, wow, that like brought back anxiety from stuff. Um, really dark. I, I liked it because it touches base on everything that's kind of bullshit. Um, you know, just something to think about. So we're going to get into the podcast here. So first up, the ProPublica article. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit from this. If you're not pissed off about this and you're not only just, even if you make over 500 grand a year, you should be pretty pissed off about this. Um, I'm going to go into it in a few details because there's a lot to go into with the ProPublica stuff outside of just the ProPublica stuff. All right. So um, they basically, I think it was like four days ago, they came out with an article and they consider it the most important story we have ever published. This is according to ProPublica. It concerns a trove of secret IRS files we were given on the tax returns of the nation's richest people. The findings are extraordinary. Turns out that many of the ultra-wealthy pay no income taxes for the entire years. Soros three times, Bezos and ICANN twice, Musk and Bloomberg once. Bezos one year even claimed a $400,000 child uh, tax credit. As a percentage of their gains in wealth, Buffett has paid 0.1% or 10 cents on every $100. Bezos, 1.1%. Bloomberg, 1.3%. The 25 richest as a group, just 3.4% income tax. Even on just their income, the richest pay less than 16% far below the 37% top rate. The 25 richest Americans are collectively worth $1.1 trillion. 
dollars. It takes 14.3 million average wage earners to tally the same wealth. The average earner group paid literally 70 times as much in income taxes in 2018 as the 25 did. Separate from that, so with all this stuff going on, the Biden administration basically looked at it all and said, no, we're not cool with this, which I get it. It was illegal, whoever leaked, the, whoever leaked from the IRS the tax files. I get that. So instead, though, of actually trying to close the loopholes, and I'm going to get into this in just another, in, an, um, in just a few minutes, but first I wanted to go over this from Insider. U.S. authorities are investigating the, quote, illegal leak of billionaires' tax information, including data on Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Warren Buffett. I get it. I understand why it's illegal. Okay, that's not the problem. That I get that, 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 that that's a problem. Um, and the way that ProPublica came across these, they said that it was like, like, like PDF files of, like, they were just like plain PDF files. They don't even know who sent them to them. Um, they were all like encrypted kind of thing. I don't know if it's encrypted is the right word, but they, they don't have the actual information of like what the email address was or anything. So the U.S. government is investigating how tax information on the richest Americans went public. ProPublica reported on the income and tax payments of Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and other billionaires. The White House described the leaking of tax information as illegal. Sounds similar to the Edward Snowden stuff. I get it. I'm an advocate for Edward Snowden. The guy called out a lot of bullshit that the government was doing. And again, we need checks and balances. And I feel like whistleblowers like this, even Julian Assange, it's like there's there needs to be checks and balances with everything. Everybody needs to be held accountable. And that includes the fucking government. Um, so the U.S. government is investigating how some of the wealthiest Americans, including Amazon CEO Bezos and Tesla CEO Musk, had their tax information published online. Nonprofit news site ProPublica published a report on Tuesday showing how much the 25 richest Americans, including Bezos, Musk, Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett, Microsoft founder Gates, and Facebook CEO Zuckerberg, paid in tax. The report highlighted how two key tax loopholes benefit billionaires. I share the concerns of every American for the sensitive and private nature and confidential nature of the information the IRS receives. IRS Commissioner Charles Redding said in a Senate Finance Committee hearing, the hearing had been scheduled before the report was published. Trusting confident, trusting confidence in the Internal Revenue Service is sort of bedrock of asking people and requiring people to provide financial information, he said. This, the matter is being referred to the Office of the Inspector General, Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, Federal Bureau of Investigation, and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, all of whom have independent authority to investigate, um, the Treasury spokeswoman Lily Adams said. So what is pissing me off about this is that instead of closing, instead of the goddamn IRS going after the tax loopholes and saying, this is bullshit, they're not paying income tax. Now you're going to get from the libertarian side, well, it's, it's income tax. They're technically, they're, they're collecting, you know, Jeff Bezos says he, he pays himself 80 grand a year. I get that. But the wealth of everything, the amount of wealth people accumulate, that's where I think everybody's having a problem with this is that. It, nobody's against people making money. Nobody, I mean, for me, I'm a free market type person. But in a free market, Bezos wouldn't have made what he's made. He had shit tons of help. The last podcast episode, I just talked about how he's getting a tax bailout of $10 billion for his fucking space program. Why is he getting a tax? Why does he have prevent getting having to pay certain taxes? You know, and I get it. Well, he he's paying income tax on his $80,000 salary. 
It's all fucking loopholes. And I don't know why people who are like my pay scale are fucking, you're never going to be Jeff Bezos. You, and you're right. You have to be full of shit. Jeff Bezos came from a rich family. Elon Musk came from a rich family. They had rich families before they ever made shit tons of money. Arnold Schwarzenegger said it best. Nobody is ever a self-made man. Everybody has a team around them. Granted, maybe one in a million people can... Sure. Okay. (laughs) The fact that we're even arguing this, though, is like, why are you saying that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and the... Um, Warren Buffett's of the of our country shouldn't be paying their fair share of taxes. I don't get it. Like, why isn't wealth equivalent to the same as an income tax? Like, people. So you're saying that people who work for their money and income don't work hard? Like, I think we all do. That's where you start off from it. And it's not to prevent good ideas. You know, it's just frustrating. So I want to read another article though because. Everybody that's acting... So the thing that pisses me off is they don't go after the actual loopholes. And this is why I'm going to get into this in just a second. Because this is a Wall Street Journal article from 2019, July 10th, 2019. But they don't want to go after the actual tax loopholes. They just want to go after the whistleblowers. Because the whistleblowers disclose all of the politicians, all of the... The, that and this just proves that the politicians aren't actually fucking in charge. It's the royalty of the world of our country, which are the corporate elitists. So, Joe Biden used tax code loophole Obama tried to plug. This is the article from July 10th, 2019. So, this is why I call out the Democrats a lot because you guys hold up your noses quite a bit to the right on on things. And I am not a right or a left person, but I get really frustrated with the pretentiousness on the left. Your guy smells just as fucking goddamn bad. So stop acting like he doesn't. In my eyes, he does. He used a tax loophole Obama tried to plug. Former vice president structured his speaking, writing business in a way that cut his tax bill. This part's the best part for me. I'm going to read a little bit of this, and then I'm going to read what his quote was. And again, whatever, it's, I'm just going to read it. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden used a tax loophole that the Obama administration tried and failed to close, substantially lowering his tax bill. Mr. Biden and his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, routed their book and speech income through as corporations, according to tax returns the couple released this week. They paid income taxes on those profits, but the strategy let the couple avoid the 3.8% self-employment tax that would have paid had they been compensated directly instead of through the S corporation. The tax savings were as much as $500,000 compared to what the Bidens would have owed if paid directly or if the Obama proposal had become law. There's no reason for this to be in an S corp. Um, in an S-corp, none, other than to save on self-employment tax, said Tony Nitty, an accountant at uh, Reuben Brown LLP who reviewed the returns. As demonstrated by their effective federal tax rate in 2017 and 2018, which exceeded 33%, the Bidens are committed to ensuring that all Americans pay their fair share. The Biden campaign said in a statement Wednesday. Yeah, sure, Joe Biden. I want to reread that. As demonstrated by their effective federal tax rate in 2017 and 18, which exceeded 33%, the Bidens are committed to ensuring that all Americans pay their fair share. I guess they're just talking about the people that are the slave wages people. We have to pay, you know, 25% of our fucking goddamn salaries out of stuff. But, you know, Jeff Bezos and and Elon Musk's and all them, they they don't have to pay 25% of their quote-unquote wealth. Well, okay, that's, that's fine. 
If that's what you're going to argue, you libertarians, I don't know how to get through to you, except you're not going to ever be a fucking filthy rich asshole. So why are you defending them? And this isn't about not giving them what they rightfully, like people earn money. And, and I would pay taxes. Now, my, my feeling on taxes is I like having roads that I can drive on. I, I like having a police force and, and um, firefighter firefighters to fight fires. I think there's taxes for good reasons. I think public school is a good thing because it helps everybody get an education. I don't think that's bad. Um, and those are what my taxes go for. I don't have a problem with that. It's the taxes that go towards fucking goddamn pensions that go towards bailing out huge billion dollar corporations like fucking Amazon space program. It goes towards the bullshit of everything else. And I don't have a problem when every American can get health care. So I'm not against the tax. If it's a 4% tax on my salary rather than uh, 20% on, on my salary for uh, individual insurance, then it's fine. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so goddamn tired of the arguments for rich elitist assholes who don't give a shit about you guys. They don't. They don't fucking care. Stop pretending like they do. So... I just want to say that about the Joe Biden stuff because it really I just get so fucking angry when when Democrats sit there and say like, well, they're the lesser of two evils. They're the same goddamn evil, man. Just quit pretending. I hate Trump just as much as I hate Biden. Just because he's an orange or an orange dickhead doesn't mean that he's any any he's the same piece of shit, man. I totally agree. But so is Joe Biden. All right. Going on from that. (laughs) This is such a ridiculous. Um. This one is just insane. Um, Where did it go now? Okay. Amid mega drought, right-wing militia stokes water rebellion in U.S. West. Okay, so we talked about this in the previous podcast too. I don't really want to go too much into detail. I'm going to read a little bit from this. This is The Guardian. Um, And again, I'm going to put all these sources inside of the podcast show notes so you guys can see them for yourself. Um, demonstrations have sparked fears of confrontation between law enforcement and right-wing anti-government activists. Fears of confrontation between law enforcement and right-wing militia supporters all over the control of water in the drought-stricken American West, because it isn't a fucking drought, if you want to deny it, go for it, have been sparked by protests at Klamath Falls in Oregon. Protesters affiliated with right-wing anti-government activists Amon Bundy's People's Rights Network, God, these people are fucking stupid, are threatening to break a deadlock over um, water management in the area by ultimately opening the head gates of a reservoir. Now, I just got off saying that I can't stand that there's there's not checks and balances for the government. That goes for everybody. There should be checks and balances for every single situation. If we're going to get this goddamn stupid about shit and we're going to allow government to be corrupt and we're going to allow stupid-ass right and stupid-ass left people to do stupid shit, then we need checks and balances in every situation. Um, just a thought process. I'm going to keep reading this. The protest had, has reawakened memories, not only recent standoffs with federal agencies, including that one led by Bundy in Eastern Oregon 2016, but a longer history of anti-government agitation in Southern Oregon and Northern California, stretching back to 2000 and beyond. The area is hotbed of militia and anti-government activity and also hit by the mega drought that has struck the American West and caused turmoil in the agricultural community as conflicts over water become more intense. Among the current protesters at Klamath Falls are individuals who have uh, themselves been involved in similar actions over two decades, including illegal release of water at the same reservoir in 2001. Um, just so you guys are aware of it, 
there's a lot of farms in California that are no longer planting this year. That's how bad the drought the drought is. This is the first time I think ever that they they're not planting. Like, um, I just went to the grocery store. Almonds have jacked up the prices. I didn't even buy them this this time. I usually buy them and put them. I make like these almond cookies. Didn't buy them because it's like they're really expensive and there's not a lot left on the shelf. And I better adapt to it because I don't think almonds are going to be, you know. They take a lot of water to grow, um, a shit ton of water, um, similar to avocados. Um, good luck getting avocados. Probably those are going to be the next thing that really just start to jack up because avocados need a lot of goddamn water. Um, this is though, Kamala Harris, said, again, she said it, and this isn't even a water war. This is just the beginning. You know, this is this is going to be going on for the whole next decade is a massive water shortage, massive water wars. So I don't, I don't know what to say, except we kind of knew this was going to goddamn happen. Nobody wants to pay attention to the breadcrumbs of climate change. While Nestle, like I did in the other previous podcast a couple weeks ago, um, stealing water more than they can. And they're barely getting, again, they're not getting penalized for it. You know, shit like that. They hog all the water. But you know, America... America, the freest country in the world. You know, I'm so tired of that shit. I thought this was interesting. Kind of proves the point that climate change is here and it's changing things and it's just going to get fucking worse. And people are naive to it and that's fine. You don't have to. You can bury your head in the sand, but good luck to you if you do. Um, I just find it fucked up. So I'm going to move on from this because I just don't feel like going into this water war shit right now. Um, so that's about that. The next thing. Oh, God, Republicans. What the hell am I going to do with you? Lunar New Deal. <laughs> GOP, <laughs> GOP Rep. Gomert suggests altering moon's orbit to combat climate change. The Texas congressman asked whether there was anything the U.S. Forest Service could do to change the course of the moon's orbit on or the Earth's orbit around the sun. I'm just going to say this. I'm not a right-wing or a left-wing goddamn person. But Texas, you can secede if you want. I'm totally fine with that, especially with your goddamn stupid leadership. I'm okay with that. You got a infrastructure problem that's crazy. You got a governor that's fucked up. You have Republican reps. And again, I'm not defending Democrats. I just went off on the Joe Biden shit. But Republicans, you got your own fucking goddamn problem with people believing in science. So again, I have nothing against religious people. I have many friends that are religious. I don't have a problem with it. My problem is the naiveness of not listening to climate scientists who have been telling you for decades, we've got fucking problems. And then you get stupid Republican reps like this who are fucking ancient years old who don't want to listen to things because back in my day, we buckled up our bootstraps. Okay, I'm just going to read this. I'm sorry. People probably are like, shut up. So Rep. Louis, Go uh, Louis Gomert, um, Republican Texas suggested at a congressional hearing the climate change could be combated by altering the orbit of the moon and asked the U.S. Forest Service official whether there was any way the agency could do it. I will go into this in just a second on why this is ridiculous. Gomert made the comments um, Tuesday during a House Natu uh, Natural Resources Committee hearing on four bills as he's questioning Jennifer Eberlein, an associate deputy chief of the Forest Service. I understand from what's been testified to the Forest Service and the BLM, which is Bureau of Land Management, you want very much to work on the issue of climate change, Gomert said, referring to the Bureau of Land Management. 
I was informed by the immediate past director of NASA that they found the moon's orbit is changing slightly and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. We know there's been significant solar flare activity, he said. And so is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun? Obviously, that would have profound effects on our climate. Eberlein responded smiling. I don't have the video to this. You guys can watch it. I'll include a link to it because I can't post it in here. Um, she said this smiling. I would have to follow up with you on that one, Mr. Gomert. If you figure out there's a way in the Forest Service you could make that change, I'd like to know, he said. Oh, my God. And then Ted Lieu, who's a Democratic uh, representative from California, offered his own solution to Gomert on Twitter on Wednesday, suggesting the Marvel Comics character Ca Captain Marvel could handle the job. She can alter planetary orbits with her superpowers. I'm going to work on bipartisan resolution asking for her help, he tweeted. Okay, why is this ridiculous? Because he represents people who actually listen to his dumbass. And, okay, anybody that's taken, I am an idiot. And anybody that's taken an astronomy 101 course, which is generally you kind of have to take that to, as a gen ed course. And I recommend it. I actually learned a lot about just our own planet in general from that course. And one of them was... The moon is the moon is every year the moon goes like I think it's like a millimeter it moves a millimeter away from the planet Earth like it's something it's not like a huge significant amount but it, it's slowly going away and eventually in like billions of years we won't have a moon that orbits us that holds our tides and shit like that this is why we don't live in an infinite planet like our planet is finite like everything in the known universe dies even the universe itself is going to fucking die like. We sugarcoat in America this thing on death, and it's like, death sucks, devastation is terrible, but it's always there. That's why I love Stoic philosophy, because death is always around the corner. You die at any moment. Like, that's just what life is. So you live it to your best ability that you can. Well, okay, I'm getting off on topic here. So, he, yes, the Earth's, the, the sun and... <laughs> The sun and the moon are slowly going away from the earth and we are slowly falling out of sight of the sun's orbit. But it takes billions and billions of years. The sun is going to explode before we're ever far enough away for that. Like in 5 billion years, the sun will explode and it's going to consume the planet earth. It's going to consume most of the planets in our solar system. Like this is a known thing. Science has proven it. That's what happens. Um... So the fact that he's, and so that's not even the kicker. That's the first thing is like the solar flares, we always get solar flares. That's what the magnetic field is for. But the magnetic field, because of climate change, is going away because we're fucking things up. And this people on the right don't want to hear this shit because science isn't real. I don't know where you grew up from or where you're at, but like you can have your religion and still believe in science. God damn it. It's not that big of a deal. I know many people are religious that still believe in science. It's, most of them are in my fucking family. Um, so the fact that anybody's even saying like this isn't like the climate change issue. Th the whole thing that's the problem though is he asks the Forest Service and the Bureau of Land Management, how can we change the orbit of, orbit of the moon? Hey, dumbass. You fucking dumbass old person. And it's not just because you're old. It's because you're, you're stubborn and you don't want to learn things, which is fine, but you tell all of us that we need to learn shit and the younger generations. If you would keep up with science, it would tell you, you can't change the moon's orbit. You can't send up nuclear missiles or anything like that to change the goddamn orbit of the moon. That's just the way the moon is. 
And and what would you suggest we do to change the fucking like? Do you realize we're a Goldilocks planet? That's what they call us. We are in a Goldilocks zone. Now there's billions of other planets out there that are in Goldilocks zones. We can't get to them because they're billions of light years away, you idiot. We don't have the capability of doing that. So no, the Bureau of Land Management and the Forest Service can't change the moon's orbit. I got news for you. Neither can NASA. Even with giving Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos $10 billion to use, you're not going to be able to change the uh, the moon's orbit. And if you could, it's going to take hundreds, if not thousands of years to do it, you dumbass, which will all be gone anyway. It's so stupid. I just couldn't believe that this is, it's the same thing that happened with the Utah governor fucking praying for rain. How stupid of a country do we live in that it's like, you deny it, you deny it. And then when it's on your goddamn doorstep, we just talked about how they're having water shortages in in California. You can deny it all you want. You could shut me off all you want. I don't give a shit. You can't run from it. So that was pretty stupid. So the last thing I just want to touch on is... um, you know, this whole, um, the eviction moratorium is running out, um, June, June 30th. And, and once that happens, mass evictions, there's 11 million, um, renters that are going to get kicked out supposedly. That's not including the actual foreclosures that are going to hit the market too. And one thing I want to talk about is the griping of, again, going back to the rich, rich, wealthy assholes. There was a Russian novelist who wrote, uh, Leo, I think his name was Leo Tolstoy's, his last words, and they struck a chord pretty deep. But the paupers, how do the paupers die? And, you know, you can ask yourself the same question. How are we going to afford to live in the 21st century? Because the math doesn't make any sense. The minimum wage hasn't increased for almost two decades. Purchasing, um, the purchasing power is the same as it was in 1978. Um, real inflation is skyrocketing. We're seeing that rent is unaffordable in every single state in the union. In the 50 United States, rent's unaffordable for most people. You can't live off of one off of one wage. The real estate market is at an all-time high. Debt has never stopped compounding. And if the income flatlines and housing costs keep ballooning, how are we all going to live? And where will we all live? Because Are we going to start looking like Brazil soon? And no offense to Brazil, but when we saw the Olympics, what happened? So we're just all going to start keeping the poor cities and like, and sectioning them off and shit. This is not America, man. This is not the America that they told us that we were supposed to be a part of. Um, And I think it's fair to ask that. And when BlackRock is buying all the mortgages up, corporations are becoming the slum landlords and bankers and all that shit are all buying out these properties at cash at, um, cash offers. We got a problem, guys. Again, I'm a spectator. I have my own shit set up. I'm doing my own thing. I'm not telling anybody they have to listen to what I'm fucking saying. I Don't listen to me. I don't care. Do your own goddamn research, but pay attention to the fucking breadcrumbs. It's all divide and conquer. Just like Joe Biden's going after the after the person that leaked it, not after the actual goddamn tax loopholes to help pay for the $10 billion Jeff Bezos is supposed to be getting his trophy for for the fucking space agency. But you know, whatever. I digress. All right, I'm going to end it at that. I'm tired of bitching and griping. Y'all have a good one. This podcast episode was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc. Bringing your business to the future, connectgo.com.